Welcome to Tea Time Plants and Literature. I am your host, Willa Schroeder, and today we will be discussing Blink, a book written by Malcolm Gladwell, published January 11th, 2005. Malcolm Gladwell is an English-born Canadian journalist, author, and public speaker. He has been a staff writer for The New Yorker since 1996, and has been writing since 1987. Gladwell's works are mostly composed of sociological questions, and feature the analysis of certain human behaviors. Blink focuses on the power of thinking without thinking, or to be more specific, the moment a person understands something without being conscious of that understanding. This is also known as thin slicing, and is much more helpful than many would think. We all do it. Everyone has the ability to analyze things unconsciously. It just isn't recognized as a proper form of analysis to most people. So, today, we will be diving into the world of Blink to fully understand the power and impact of thin slicing. The introduction of Blink begins with a few stories that perfectly illustrate what thin slicing truly is. The J. Paul Getty Museum bought a statue called Kurus from an art dealer named Gianfranco Beschina. The sculpture was of a nude male and looked to be very preserved and well kept. The museum was extremely delighted to have this statue since it passed many tests and had been identified as authentic. An Italian art historian known as Federico Zeri went to see the statue in December of 1983. Though everything about the statue seemed completely authentic, he felt like there was something wrong with it. Evelyn Harrison, an expert on Greek sculptures, also looked at the statue and felt that there was something wrong with it as well. Thomas Hoving, the former director of the Gettys Conservation Studio, went to see the statue and immediately thought of the word fresh. This of course startled him, considering the last thing an ancient sculpture would be considered is, as fresh. It was later found that the sculpture was a piece of modern forgery. The experts at the Getty who first analyzed the statue wanted the statue to be real, and the evidence they were collecting on the statue's legitimateness seemed very reliable. This clouded their first impressions slash judgments, since the overload of information that pointed to the statue being authentic made the experts forget their first impression. of thin slicing. Malcolm Gladwell states multiple times throughout Blink that sometimes our first impression of something is much more accurate than our thorough analysis of that same thing. In Blink Chapter 1, Malcolm Gladwell discusses thin slicing surrounding romantic relationships and how small details our subconscious picks up on can determine the healthiness of a relationship. City of Washington, John Goatman, a research psychologist, brought in a married couple, Bill and Susan. The scientists attach electrodes, sensors, and monitors to their fingers to monitor their heart rate, sweat glands, etc. The couple was placed in a room at opposite ends of a table. They were told to discuss anything about their marriage that became a point of contention. 
They ended up discussing their dog and spoke playfully to each other about their pet. They were recorded for 15 minutes. By using the data in that 15-minute period, John Goatman was able to determine with 90% effectiveness whether or not their marriage is going to fail. By watching an entire hour of a married couple talking, Goatman could tell whether or not the couple would stay together with 95% effectiveness. to their relationship. This is a perfect example of thin slicing done right and how listening to your subconscious can help you make accurate predictions. In chapter one, Gladwell also covers how meeting someone for the first time can give you a good impression on their character. A list of criteria created by research psychologist Samuel Gosling can help determine the characteristics of a person. First, extroversion. Are you sociable or retiring? Second, agreeableness. Are you trusting or suspicious? Third, conscientiousness. Are you organized or disorganized? Fourth, emotional stability. Are you worried or calm? And fifth, openness to new experiences. Are you imaginative or down to earth, independent or conforming? people were chosen to be the pinnacle of an experiment by Samuel Gosling. People would write about themselves by using the criteria list I've mentioned before. Those people's close friends would write their friends using the criteria list. Strangers would enter the dorm rooms of those people, look around, and rate the people using the criteria list as well. For extroversion and agreeableness, the friends did better, but for the rest, the strangers did much, much better. considering their character than knowing them for a very long time. But how did the strangers know so much about the person from so little? Well, it turns out that a person's room says a lot about them. A list of criteria created by Gosling states the following can be used to assess character. First, identity claims. Things the person likes that are on display in their room. For example, plants or books that they like. Second, things that an individual wants to be seen as. For example, a Harvard degree. Third, behavioral residue. Clues of behavior we leave behind. For example, laundry on the floor. And finally, thoughts and feeling regulators. Changes we make to our personal space to affect how we feel when we inhabit them. For example, a scented candle. Though the strangers were not aware, their subconscious analyzed these small aspects of the rooms of the students and were able to come up with their entire identity from minimal information. Malcolm Gladwell also dives deep into predictions of the future and how it connects to thin slicing.
Vic Braden, one of the world's top tennis coaches, could predict double faults. He didn't know how he did this. There was nothing about the players that were distinct when they would do a double fault. It was truly buried in his intuition. Bernard Berenson, an art historian, could tell whether pieces were real or fake simply from a feeling. Sometimes his stomach hurt, sometimes his back ached, but most of the time he was correct. predictions about certain topics, many people consciously decide not to believe their assessment due to the lack of information. These instances help us understand that sometimes it is good to accept that people can know things without fully understanding why. Though a large portion of Blink focuses on the positive aspects of quick analysis, a few separate chapters review why thin slicing can be negative. The assumptions we make can tell us more than months of research, but it also may lead us astray. President Warren Harding was elected for his looks and his physical appearance made people trust and support him. Historians, however, agree that he was one of the worst presidents to date. sliced his character based on his appearance and voted for him without truly judging his character. We also associate subjects with each other that are incorrect. For example, males being associated with careers and females with family. subconscious does this with race as well. Consciously, many believe that all races are equal, but when doing a word association test, it was shown that people had an easier time associating African-American people with bad traits. Malcolm Gladwell states that it can be difficult to untangle the assumptions we make about certain groups, since our surroundings and society have conditioned us to believe certain things about certain people. In order to stop associating certain groups of people with negative traits, you have to surround yourself every day with content that includes slash involves them. Ignoring the diversity of the human race will only feel ignorance, and it is recommended that people, especially those with privilege, attempt to gain more insight on different cultures. who ignores his first judgments is Bob Golem, an excellent car salesman who sells an average of 20 cars per month, which is double the average salesman sells. Golem is a good salesman because despite still thin slicing, he ignores his first instincts and treats all customers with respect and kindness. No matter what ethnicity, background, or looks a customer has, Golem always treats them with respect. slicing can create issues, too much information can also be negative.
example, when doctors consider too much information about a patient, their diagnosis becomes less accurate. All the issues and aspects of a diagnosis confuse the minds of doctors, but more information makes the doctors feel more confident. This causes them to continue gathering more information about a patient's condition so they can feel more confident with their diagnosis, while also straying farther from the truth in the process. shows that too much information can cloud the judgment of individuals. As we've already mentioned before, the statue at the J. Paul Getty Museum was considered authentic because people ignored their personal intuition. Both of these examples show that taking your first judgment seriously can positively impact the decisions you make. read. I suggest you listeners go read or listen to Blink since it has many interesting arguments to Malcolm Gladwell's thesis on thin slicing that I did not cover. Blink is a peek into the complex world of our minds. It's a reflection on the human condition and I believe that it truly shows that we may be more extraordinary than we think. life.